Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? By the way, this is the update that nobody asked for, but I am feeling a lot better. I'm not recording this in my sick bed, which is so nice. I'm actually sat up at my desk, which is wonderful. Oh, it's so weird. Like when you get sick, you're like, God, I took my health for granted. Jiminy Cricket took my health for granted. I'm so happy. I'm well. I went to the doctor's last week and he was kind of like, you've just got a bad flu. Like, get a grip. Keep, get your shit together. And I was like, this is the worst flu I've ever had. It was really bad. And it lasted for ages. Um, so I'm feeling better now. I feel like, a, like, good vibes. I've got a lot of work to catch up on. Because <laughs> I feel like I was basically sick for, like, a month. So... Yeah, it's good vibes. I've got a lot to catch up on. We've got a lot to talk about. And I'm really excited to dive into the bits that we're going to be talking about. By the way, I am going to be uploading the Mastermind Days to my website shortly. It's on my to-do list. Obviously, I've been unwell. So it's been like pushed to the bottom of the list. But I am having one with a client in a couple of days and I am so excited. It's just like so fun, so juicy. If you want to just spend a day working on your goals, planning everything out. And if you're the kind of person that, you know, you're very good at just, you just need to know what to do and then you'll go and run with it. It's going to be such a fun day for you. So stay tuned. I'm going to get that listed on my website shortly. I'm also going to get the journals listed on my website shortly. Again, because they've been sold out. Um, I only have some journals that I'm reserving for my Sucked Unstoppable clients because when you sign up, you get a journal. But I also had them on my website as well. And some of you eagle eye people notice that and have been buying it. They're now out of stock. So I will be ordering some more and I'll get those on the website also. And of course, of course, of course, of course, Future Self Nights is going to be coming back. Future Self Nights round two. And I am so excited. Obviously, this one is going to be bigger and better than ever. My vision for Future Self Nights is that each one is going to have like, it's it's like a series of events, but each one is going to have a different angle and they're all going to be really fun, all going to be exciting, straight out of my wild imagination. So for this one, I've got something really fun planned. Um, so stay tuned for when I announce that. If you want to know when the tickets go live and all the details, of course, sign up to the link in my bio. There's a wait list there for you. Um, and I think, do you know what? I think I'm going to have like a VIP ticket. And I know that like I just said that and it sounds really lame, but like how fun would it be if it was like future self nights like the event and then like maybe after like we have like some time together where we're actually strategizing the things that you spoke about like that could be really cool 
I'll think about that and I'll like vision that more and see how I can make that happen. And also, like, if you can imagine Future Self Nights in another part of the country, do hit me up because I'm very into that idea. I'm very into it. Right, so on this week's show, I asked you all on my stories what you wanted me to talk about on the podcast because we're doing another solo episode for you guys today. I had a bunch of options and this option was the most voted by far. Motivation, consistency and accountability. Three words that I've just like strung together. But when we are talking about getting things done, achieving goals and having things these are the words that typically come up and I'll be honest they typically come up as problems like we never really like are like oh my god I'm just so motivated (laughs) we're usually like gosh I don't have any motivation to do this or damn it I'm not being consistent and blah 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 they're usually shaming words is what I'm trying to say like other people will use them to shame you into doing things and you may be using them to shame yourself as to like why you're not doing things why you're not showing up in a certain way so I just want to like unpick them we just want to like take them back to like letters on a page you know we just want to explore them what's kind of interesting is in Stuck to Unstoppable we never really talk about these words ever ever, ever, ever. And part of that is because I think of my genius and how I set up Stuck to Unstoppable, like accountability and consistency, I guess is really built into the program. Like I see my clients once a week. I know what's going on with their goals. They know what's going on with their goals. Like we can all see it. So like as soon as you bring in somebody else to your into your goals, like you immediately step up your sense of accountability. Um... And actually, I think I talk about this, I think when I talk about my clients with this, sometimes I do have like, um, what I call really candid and frank conversations with my clients. So I work with my clients for like six months, sometimes even more, sometimes 12 months, um, we'll work on something or we'll work on many things over 12 months. And I can tell when somebody is sort of stepping back or dropping the ball. I might say to a client like, hey, I noticed you've deprioritized your business lately over the last few weeks. What's going on with that? Like, tell me what your thoughts are with that. Or, hey, I noticed that we're talking about taking action and making all these plans and strategies, but I noticed you haven't done any of the things on your list. Like, you've come to a few sessions and they haven't been done are these things that you still want to do what do you think is the challenge there what do we need to move or shift to support you to get them done so there is that sense of accountability where I'm like noticing them I get to know my client I can see how they would normally show up and I also get to see like when there's fish getting in the way when there's something missing uh, of why they're not doing something um and sometimes when we have those conversations it's like oh, they didn't really want to do the thing anyway. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, how can we change this so you can get the same result that you want, but it's something that you actually want to do. And sometimes it's like larger things that have nothing to do with the the coaching. Like sometimes um, 
life is getting in the way this family stuff coming up and as soon as you bring those things into the conversation we can find a way to like work around all of those things like maybe you can't commit to actions that are going to take four hours to complete let's figure out how we can diy this in 30 minutes so I guess in that way we have those conversations, but typically my clients aren't asking, how can I get more motivated? How can I be more consistent? Because it's really built into the program. I think it's like what you learn inside the program. And I will also caveat by saying, I think I think about consistency, motivation and accountability in a very different way to most people. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to share that way. I remember when I was working in fashion, it was a New Year's Eve. And I remember looking back at my years over the last three years. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, every single year has looked the same. Like I may have earned a bit more money this year and put that on my tax return. I may have worked with some different brands, some different teams in some cool places that like looked nice when I took pictures of them and put them on my Instagram. But ultimately, the years were exactly the same. And it struck me with like a little bit of horror that every year was exactly the same. Because then I looked to my future and I was like, if I just continue doing what I'm doing now, then my future years are going to look exactly the same. And I didn't want that. There were things in my life that were happening at that time where I was like, I do not want more of the last three years that I have lived. And so that moment was one of the moments that led me on my journey to be like, right, I'm going to start a business. And I just had an idea that I wanted to start a business. I didn't know what it was. Like I spent a year, I went into script writing. I went into film. I went um, to taste, to Toastmasters. Like I tried out a bunch of things, but it was this really scary moment where I realized that I don't want to have another New Year's Eve where I'm looking at my year and I was like, God, that was really boring or that was exactly the same as the year after. And I started, I didn't know it at the time and I definitely didn't have these words, but I started to think about my future and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to spend my years and how I wanted to grow. And I wanted to feel like each year was different like each year I was getting closer to who I wanted to be and that I was constantly learning and improving really in intangible ways like I didn't want to just like make an extra 2k every year I wanted to really like create as much as I could (laughs) I really wanted to see like how could I double my income how could I double my amount of fun and life satisfaction how could I just really change things up and like instead of like following this really straight line of my life just like go a completely different route and so I started to think about my future and now when I think about accountability I am always going back to my future self. So of course, I've done all this work about like who my future self is. 
we all know she lives in this gorgeous penthouse. She has her friends around all the time. And there's like the perfect brand of oat milk in the fridge. There's a kitty there. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Um, Because I love cats. Um, Doing talks around the world. Now that I have that future self, this guiding star of where I want to be, I am now accountable to that future version of me. I am accountable for making it happen. I'm accountable for becoming that version. I'm accountable for trying things that move me in that direction. I'm accountable for my wins and I'm accountable for my losses. And so I think when it comes to accountability and getting things done, sometimes there can be a a tendency to like put something in the calendar for example like you're like okay on Sunday afternoon I'm gonna write like three Instagram posts let's just say and what happens is you get to Sunday afternoon and actually you don't want to write the Instagram posts you want to like go out with your mates they're going to lunch or dinner you're like they're gonna have a few drinks you're like that sounds so fun and like who cares like if you don't write the posts And in a way, you would be right. Like in that moment, maybe the risk or like the cost of like not writing that posts, those posts isn't so great. You're like, oh, I just won't post or I'll post something from last week or like whatever. However, when you have a future set of vision, like you have a vision for where you want your life to go and how you want your life to live. And that is at the forefront of everything you're doing, like you're continuously thinking about it. It's not just a vision board that you do once a year and you completely forget about. It's like something that drives you and how you live and show up. What happens is when you put that time in the calendar to do your Instagram posts and you don't show up, the cost is actually so much greater. Oh, you're not just losing like a week worth of Instagram posts. You're actually taking an action that is going to keep you more attached to your life as it currently is, rather than to creating that future self vision that you're wanting to create. Now, I've just used three Instagram posts as an example. Don't get in your head that you must be writing three Instagram posts. Like, don't read too much into that. But as soon as you have a future self vision, like, it makes the actions that you should be taking so clear that if you don't take them, you realise that like you're not allowing yourself to have that gift of the future that you're wanting. The reason why I take my future self so seriously and the reason why I'm like pretty committed to giving myself that future that I really want is because of things that happened in my past and the way I relate to my past. So from the years of zero to 18, you basically have zero control over a lot of what happens in your life. You have no control over your parents. You have no control over the country where you're born or where you live. You have very little control over your schooling. You maybe have parents where you could like say, I want this or that, but mainly there were adults, guardians, caretakers, teachers in your life that made a lot of those decisions for you. So during the years of zero to 18, you didn't have a lot of control. Now, depending on your upbringing, depending on what those years were like for you, is gonna like frame the way you think about your past. So for me, those years, they were pretty challenging. (laughs) There was some shit that happened during those years for me, okay? I didn't get a lot of control. I didn't get a lot of 
what I feel like I would have wanted. And definitely, if I was to have a child, I wouldn't be looking at my own upbringing (laughs) as the sort of like playbook for how a child should be raised. I'll be wanting to do it a different way. And I personally feel like because I went through all of these things I did in the past, I just feel like I deserve the most juicy, amazing, wonderful life. I deserve the most juicy, amazing, wonderful future. Okay, I did not go through all of that in my like first 18 years of life just to continue living in misery. That is not what we're here for. One of the reasons why I've became a coach one of the reasons why I decided to become a coach is like I wanted to make all those challenging things that happened to me mean something and showing up for this podcast writing content coaching my clients is how I do that and these are really intrinsic to me these are really like deep meanings that I feel like are written in my DNA so for me when it when I think about being accountable to something when I think about being accountable to my future it's like in my DNA there's like no question okay like even when I was working full-time I could not stop thinking about my business like there is nothing that I would like rather do than being here with you right now. And that comes to like my first point in the accountability. When we're thinking about the things that we wanna be accountable for, we really can only be accountable to a couple of things. Like I don't think we can be accountable to like everything. We can only really be accountable to the things that really rock our world, drive our boat. When you die and they tell the life story, that when they tell the story of your life it will be like one or two things that will really sing out about your legacy and I think it's those things that we can be really accountable for we can have loads of motivation and be really consistent because they come easy to us so I feel like this is my answer for so many questions but if you're struggling with motivation you're struggling to be consistent. I really want you to check in with your future self vision board. If vision, if you need to get your vision board out, go ahead and do that. If you need to go back and just think about like spend some time, like go on a manifestation walk and think about what kind of life you actually want to live. Like, do you want to have a cleaner come to your house every week? Because that's where we're going. Okay. Do you want to just have like the most delicious, healthy, organic food made for you? Do you want to like wear Ganya every day? Fenty Beauty, like whatever, give to charity. I Like, I don't know. Like really ask yourself, what is it you want and why? If you could have anything, what would you have? Because these are the things that you're intrinsically going to be motivated to do. Typically, we struggle with motivation when we're putting things on our to-do list that sound good or somebody has told us that we should do them. And obviously, in the freelance community, in the small business community, there are so many rules, right? There are so many people saying all the things that you should do. For example, I could find an Instagram social media person who's saying like I should be posting every week and to be honest I do not post every single week shock horror (laughs) but I wouldn't say that that means 
that I'm not consistent. Like there's other things in my business where I've decided that yes, I'm gonna be accountable to this and I'm gonna do those things. It's kind of like another way to think about this is to ask yourself, if I was the only person on earth, would I still be doing this? And if it's a kind of a weird question because if I was the only coach on earth, I was the only person on earth, I wouldn't really have anybody to coach. But the truth is I would still be coaching myself. I would still be thinking about concepts and thinking about the way we lived and thinking about how I approach things, how I build a fire, how I make electricity. I would still use these tools. I can't promise you I'd go to the gym every day. I can't promise you that I'd give a shit about losing weight or like doing my hair. (laughs) But I can promise and I can guarantee that I will definitely be coaching. I was thinking about this other day, the other day, I'm going to go on a slight tangent, but if you are socialized as a woman, even if you're not, if you have an identity that is outside of white heterosexual maleness, the things that we want, like the things that we desire can be so challenging. Like one of the hardest things to do, I think, is to really decide what you want. And so often we're afraid to tell other people what we want because the way that society views desire is actually really interesting. Like sometimes you can say you want something and other people feel like they have a right to share their opinion on you wanting that. Like, why do you want to make a lot of money? That's really selfish. Like, surely you just just care about your family and I don't care about making a lot of money. You know, that isn't really important to me. I care about things that actually matter in life and I don't care about having a big house. That's really selfish. I just care about having enough and being comfortable and I don't want to run a big business. I don't want to run a business. It'll be too stressful. Like other people feel like they can weigh in on our desires. And what can happen is that can make you shrink. And it's such a radical thing to say what you want and to like discover and go on that journey and decide like and find out what that thing is that you want and to own it and to say it because you kind of have to go on this journey to give yourself permission to really go after that and have that. Like, I think partly the reason why I talk about my penthouse all the time is because one, it's a great example of my future self vision. And two, because the more I talk about it, the more I give myself permission to have that, the more permission I have to go and get something, the more motivation and natural accountability I'm gonna have to do something. Like if there's a desire that you're wanting, but you at the same time don't think you're worthy of having it, or you don't think it's possible for you to have it, there's no way you're gonna be working towards it consistently. What is the point? Like, what is the point of showing up every day to do something when you don't think it's possible to have it? It would be absolutely waste, like, it would be a waste of time and energy. It's very easy for us to show up when we believe that something's possible. When we believe that our friend will hang out with us on Sunday, it'll be very easy to text them like, hey, can you come out? When there's more ambiguity, when there's more fear or doubt that they'll respond in the way that we want. We start hiding from the worst case scenario. We start getting afraid of rejection. It becomes a lot more challenging. It takes a real conscious effort to go and take the action and to send the text. 
And when it comes to our goals, just to summarize on how far we've got, we have to decide our future self-vision and make sure that that future self-vision is something that we actually want. And then we have to check in on do we we believe it's possible for us to create that? Do we think it's possible for us to create that in 10 years? And is that okay? Is it possible for us to create that in three years? And is that okay? And if you don't quite believe it's possible for you to have that, then your work is going to be to really build up the belief, find the examples, hang out with the place of the people that have it, go and explore those places, test drive it, watch Selling Sunset, (laughs) and start to put yourself in the place where, okay, maybe, possibly, this could happen for me. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is consistency. And I think consistency is a word that we use to shame ourselves into doing things or like why aren't we question ourselves like why we're not doing things. Consistency is a word that is just doused in patriarchal conditioning. I think when we think of the word consistency, we think about doing something every day. But if you do something once a month, that is still consistent. If you do something once a year, do you consistently celebrate Christmas every year? It's still a type of consistency. So before you start to judge yourself or critique yourself or shame yourself or anything like that, I just want you to ask yourself, what does this word mean to me? And then I want you to look at your lifestyle. Because depending on your hormones, so for example, if you are the kind of person where you have very intense periods, like for whatever reason, the pain is very intense, the bleeding is very intense, you're very low energy, you're very sort of not in good vibes, that's something to consider. Perhaps you have a chronic illness, ADHD, or you might have a mental health condition, And all of these things can mean that you have high energy at some points, low energy at other points, unable to function, like whatever that thing is. Then the word consistency can be a word that has been used to like shame you and judge you in the past. Now, as somebody who has a mental health condition, hello, my energy isn't the same all the time like I have times where I'm needing to give my mental health more space more care support and that really looks like resting not doing a lot and obviously in a in the world that we live in a lot of us can only feel good when we're like at the laptop at 9am doing all the things like taking all of the action So honestly, it was really a challenge when I was like, gosh, today I just need to lay down and I need to go on walks and I need to listen to really calm music. I I need to go to like an energy healing session. It was really a challenge. And I had to figure out a way to do the things that make my business run whilst also caring for myself. And the way that I did that is I started to look at the things that most mattered to me in my business. So getting loads of Instagram likes, getting loads of followers, it it's not a huge priority in my business. Like maybe there'll be periods where I'm like, okay, growth, 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 all the people, fantastic. What is really priority for me right now is 
my clients inside Stop to Unstoppable, number one, first of all, like giving my clients an amazing experience. And number two, in terms of like people that aren't in Stop to Unstoppable, my community is really valuable. So I don't just care about people who are in my um, paid programs, like people who are like in my free communities, also really important to me too. And instead of getting loads of new followers, I would rather build deeper relationships with the people that listen to my podcast, for example, who follow me on Instagram and whatever, like building deep relationships is really important. Hence future self nights. And so once I really got clear on what was really important to me, I start I started to get build consistency and how I could really consistently deliver those things that I really cared about. And I let everything else that wasn't top priority to me go. So if my mental health got really sticky one week, I would literally not beat myself up at all at not posting. And actually, I now have different ways I would approach this. So I would just use a post that um, I've done before. Like I would like repurpose a piece of content or sometimes I batch a load of videos. Like I go to the studio with Daisy and I'll just use one of those. It's really easy to just post. They're literally ready to go in my saved files. So I have different ways where I've thought about it and I've planned ahead for those days. But if I can't even do that, I don't spend any time thinking about that. I literally go and I'm like, what is my bare minimum? And my bare minimum is always serving my clients and start to stop unstoppable and then building those deep connections. So it'll be working on an event, doing an event, doing like doing something like that. And these are the things that drive my business. They drive my customer satisfaction. The more happy my clients are, the more they tell their friends about me. It drives my revenue because they've told their friends about me and now their friends want to work with me. These are the things that really deliver results for my business. And so often I see people beating themselves up because they're not consistent over things that don't even offer any return on the time or energy investment that they're doing. I do get it. Like you want to send a newsletter every month. But don't beat yourself up if that newsletter hasn't actually produced any results, tangible or intangible, for you inside your business. Okay? Unless you have a plan, like in six months, it's gonna, you're gonna hit it off, whatever. But one way to get consistent is to limit the amount of things that are on your plate in the first place. Sure, it would be great if you was on YouTube and TikTok and threads and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and killing it and doing this workshop and doing this talk. But if you can't commit to all of those things, what is the point? What happens is when we do try to take on too much, we aren't able to live up to this like impossible standard we set for ourselves in our head and we just end up shaming ourselves. And the more you shame yourself, the more you don't do the thing. And that shame eats away at your confidence. It makes you less likely to try new things in the future and more likely to stop. And what's interesting, when I talk to someone in a consultation call or something and they're talking about perhaps why they haven't worked on their business, like something that is really common is that people have ideas for things 
like ideas to launch things in their business. Maybe they want to pivot. Maybe they're just starting. And maybe they've had this idea for two, three, four years. And you, we start to get into why they haven't taken action on that idea. And it's because of this relationship that they have with themselves. It's because of this internal shaming. They shame themselves for things that they haven't done in their past. They beat themselves up for the fact that they said they were going to do something and they didn't do it. And I am very careful with the promises that I make to myself. I only promise I'm going to do things that I actually really care about. Because when we break promises to ourselves, they're like really important. They really define our relationship. So it's really important that the things that we're putting on our our plate are the things that we truly generally care about, that produce results for us, that move us in that positive direction where we want to go. And we've really decided, like we take ownership. A couple of episodes ago, I did a podcast about creating a fun business. And I think one of the reasons why I love my business is because I don't have things in my business that I don't like doing. Like, I see a lot of people complaining about social media and Instagram. And my philosophy is if you are going to do something, you need to make it work for you. Like, find a way to make it work for you. There are so many different ways of doing things just take a second like if there's something that you truly hate how can you do it in a different way or how can you outsource it like how can you get somebody else to do it or how can you just not do it at all consistency tips (laughs) so when it comes to accountability obviously I've spoken about getting a coach being inside of stuck to unstoppable a great way to start getting accountability for the things that you say that you want to achieve and that you want to do however if you don't have a coach you're not in a place to join stuck to unstoppable wherever you are there are other ways that you can create accountability in your life for example daisy who i had on the podcast two episodes ago her staff and puna They all are self-employed. They all have businesses and they do something called wins before dins. Like every Friday after they finish work, they are on WhatsApp and they share the wins for the week. And that just sounds so fun and so cute to me. And I can imagine that as they share wins, it makes them more likely to like look out for the wins that they have during the week. And I've heard Daisy talk about it. And sometimes the win is like, I went for a walk once this week and sometimes the winners I negotiated a huge contract like you can start to create accountability with your friends and your peers like go to a networking group find someone in a room and be like do you want to be my accountability partner what I used to do is I used to have monthly check-ins with a coach that started at the same time as me um, and she's in the podcast as well. Her name is Kathy. She's a, quite a few episodes back. But why I really love that is because every month we would be like, okay, what are we working on? What are you doing? We would go off, go do our things. And then we would come back at the end of the month. We would have like a standing calendar invite in our diary that repeated every m- month. And we would talk about what happened. We would talk about why we didn't do something or what's changed or what's new. And it was a great way to just reinvigorate our goals and all of our dreams and I mean it must have helped because I'm still here now (laughs) 
Another thing that I love to do is I've spoken about the power of networking a lot on this show recently. I've spoken about, I'm really on my high horse about it. I've spoken a lot about being around people that inspire you and really pour into you, people who have their own things going on and are really committed. So one of the things that Calypso and I do, who has also been a guest on this podcast, I'm just basically signposting it because I'm assuming that you know who, who all these people are. Hopefully you do. Hopefully you listen to every single episode so you know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> um, if you don't know Calypso, she is a coach. She is amazing. We've become good friends over the last year. And what we will do is I will just go to her and be like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm working on this. Do you have some time today so we can talk through this? I've literally called people up and been like, hey, you have expertise on this. I've had a product come my way. Can you chat to me about it? Can we talk this through? And I just let that person give me their feedback and call me out on any of my blind spots or whatever. Like when you talk about your fears to other people, then your challenges and the things that you're working on become so easy. Um, Or not so easy, that's not what I wanna say. They become more digestible. And sometimes when we have a big idea or a big project and there is lots of doubt, lots of ambiguity, we're not sure how we're gonna overcome this step and this step and this step, we just stop working on it. We get so caught up and so like busy in our full-time job, busy working, looking after our friends, busy doing whatever we're doing in our current life that we forget to think about the big picture. But as soon as you start having conversations with people who have done it or are willing to like work on it and like, like sort of like problem solve it with you, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this thing could actually be possible. This thing could actually happen. And you've brought other people in to your goal And now all of a sudden you have people that you're accountable for. So to bring this all full circle, get your future self vision out, make sure it's something that you want, break that down, start talking to other people about your vision. This is what we do about at Future Self Nights. And this is why I think joining is gonna be so, 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 so good. It's because we talk about our goals, we make it normal, we give yourself that permission. And then you wanna find out what are the parts of this goal that are like non-negotiable that you can be consistent to. It's not gonna be a huge list of items. It's gonna be a few things on that list that you can really be consistent to. And how can you make those fun, easy and exciting when it comes to taking those actions and doing those things? So I hope this has helped. Have fun, do all the things. Um, And thank you for listening. Let me know what you thought of the show and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the No Room for Doubt podcast. If you've loved what you've heard today, you're probably going to want to coach with me one-on-one. Stuck to Unstoppable is my signature coaching program to transform your mindset and your confidence so you can go out and achieve the goals that you want in your life and in your business. Simply go to my website at www.kyramatthews.com to book your free 30-minute consultation. I cannot wait to get unstoppable with you. See you there.